Hello, we're going to switch it up today. After a few weeks discussing Disney, we're going to head up Interstate 4 and check out the other parks. Today is all about Universal Orlando, and although every day is a great day for a butterbeer, Universal is currently offering a great promotion that we will talk about after the show. This is episode number 6, original air date July 29th, 2020. Cue the theme. Ryan, even clients whom, whom, who, whom, I think wouldn't be interested in Universal, they still always ask me, can we visit Universal? And the answer they is, They want to know where Harry Potter can. is. Yes. They want to visit, yes. And sometimes it's phrased like that, where is the Harry Potter park? You know, the last time I was at Disney, I asked one of the cast members how to get to the Harry Potter part, and she didn't seem too thrilled with, with me for, for asking that. And my That's daughter, of course, being a teenager, rolled, rolled her eyes and, and forbade me from talking to any cast members through the rest of the day. People think of Harry Potter when they think of Universal, but there, there's so much there. Our first trip there, it was all about Harry Potter, but man, we came away having experienced so much more than that. And as amazing as that attraction is, it's not my favorite part of Universal Orlando. We'll talk about that later, too. (laughs) We'll find out. You know, there's just so much to cover. We'll we'll give an overview today, and then maybe when you put all these together, we'll have just a Universal Orlando masterclass to help everyone navigate their time in Orlando. Sounds good. I'm excited. I love this theme park. So sometimes the question I get is, what is Universal? What is it, Shane? It's, that's a good question. And it's basically two theme parks and a water park. There are eight Universal hotels, and it's all next to an area called City Walk, which is full of shopping and restaurants and all kinds of fun and nightlife. And then there's also, I think there's about 25 other hotels that aren't Universal Properties but that will offer free shuttle service to the parks. So a lot of ways to stay there. Yes, a lot of ways to enjoy some time there. Then another question I will get is, what is Universal? Nope, that's the same question. (laughs) (laughs) Oftentimes people ask me twice. (laughs) And then I say, didn't you just ask me that? (laughs) So... uh, (laughs) So who should visit Universal? Because the majority of the time, at least for me, it's a Disney client and they're going to be in Orlando and they've heard about the Harry Potter parks. Sure, sure. And so they'll say, should we spend some time in Universal while we're at Disney or should we book just a a Universal trip some other time? What is your answer to that usually, Ryan, when when someone asks you that? I've done it both ways, um, personally, and as a as a travel advisor, I've booked it both ways, and I've I've done it both ways with my family. I certainly think that Universal warrants its own trip. I don't think it should be viewed as an add-on to Disney. I really think if you're going to do both, you need to think about having a true split stay. You know, having maybe four days at Disney, three days at Universal, especially if you're going to do the water park, which I highly recommend. You'll you'll hear this later. I I love everything that has to do with Volcano Bay. It's amazing. (laughs) So I, I really think it's not where people trip up is they think they can just go for the day and be done with it. It's, it's, it's no, much more than that. It's yeah. yeah, absolutely. I think another trip up is that they always think that it's going to be their one trip to Orlando. 
And whether it's whether it's Disney or Universal, you want to go back. So that's another thing that I always mention is that you might you think this is your one trip, but you will want to go back to Disney and you will want to go back. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, you know, maybe if you're not sure, you know, maybe doing that split stay makes the most sense, you know, because you can kind of sample both. If you're not necessarily a Disney person, you can spend a couple of days there. If you're not sure about Universal, you can spend a couple days there. It's like a you know, buffet of amusement set, parks. It's a buffet <laughs> of amusement parks. Can sample and, you know, another thing to consider then is, and again, I've done, I've done it both ways. Do you stay at Disney the entire time and go back and forth? Or do you actually switch hotels and, and move to the other one so that you're in that bubble, if you will? And I really both from my personal travel and also working with clients, I really think moving there and being at the other park makes the most sense. You're cutting down on a lot of back and forth and you also really get a sense of what the other, what, what Universal is like or what Disney is like. So, you know, I, I think it, I think it warrants that move if your family can accommodate that. I agree. On our very first trip, we did a, a back and forth, pretty much alternating days and, that's that's not the way to go but and definitely for who should visit universal if someone is a harry potter fan or if their kids or wife or a distant cousin that maybe they know is in the family tree but they haven't met yet is a harry potter fan then you definitely need to go and visit the wizarding world Absolutely. I know later on in in other episodes, we'll kind of take a deep dive into this, but it is immersive theming like no other place. And to be honest, I'm including Disney in that list. It takes it to a whole other level when you're in in one of the two parts, the two parts being Diagon Alley or, or Hogsmeade at Hogwarts. It's pretty impressive. I don't want to venture too far off into just Harry Potter talk, but I have a theory about that. And my theory is that the Wizarding World of Harry Potter was so immersive and so much like the movie that our favorite park down the interstate decided that they had to match that and up the game. And that is a big reason why Galaxy's Edge is so amazing is because Universal set that bar really high with the Wizarding World parks. I agree with you. I I think that that Galaxy's Edge was a direct response to... The the Wizarding World, absolutely. So another common question is, where is the Harry Potter Park? Which is an excellent question. And there's there's two of them because, as I said about Universal, it's split up into the two theme parks and the water park. And the, the two theme parks are Universal Studios Orlando. And the other one is called Universal Islands of Adventure. And the Universal Studios is a television and film-based theme park. I think their tagline for a while was where you can ride the movies. So there's a lot of what looks like movie sets and a Mm -hmm. lot of immersive rides or activities based on movies. If we're going off of Disney, it's kind of Hollywood Studios-esque as far as a lot of the things are, are a nod to to movies, but but I think Universal Studios st- steps it up a little bit more where they're actually f- filming things. You know, there are actually movie sets there. So it's it's kind of that, that next step. For me, thinking back to 
what Hollywood studios used to be like when it was MGM studios, it's, it's very much like that where it's a real movie movie studio. And I believe the, it's on the other coast, but universal studios, Hollywood is still a functioning film studio. Yes. Yep. Yep. And then there's the other park is the Universal Islands of Adventure, which is eight themed islands where you get immersed into different adventures. One of them being Harry Potter. One is Marvel Avengers Island. And uh, this might be a good time to tell not just my favorite part of Universal, but I think the coolest part in all of Orlando is Seuss Landing. I love the theming and the decorations I love the rides, and I don't know if it's because I'm such a Dr. Seuss fan. You know, the, the Sneetches has always been one of my favorite movies, but to me, Seuss Landing is the coolest place in Orlando. Now, see, when I walk into onto the Marvel Island, it's like walking into Ryan yes. Hedstrom at fifth and sixth grade. <laughs> it's like, you right. know, if, if you could open up my, my bedroom and look at the comic books that were scattered everywhere – it looks exactly like that. It's the, it's the 90s Marvel look, which has, I think, one of the best theme park rides, and that's, that's the, the Spider-Man ride. Oh, there's no um, doubt. I, I, just, I absolutely love that ride. Um, I think the first time I went to Islands of Adventure, I, I was with a, a friend in grad school. We were down there for a meeting and, and went over to Islands Adventure for the day. We rode that ride four times that one day. <laughs> and I just, I've ridden it several times since traveling back with my family. And I just, I, I don't know. There's just, there's something about it. It's just, it's such a cool, fun ride. At the time of our first trip, my, my kid and I were recording and watching the, the Spider-Man animated show on Disney HD. Oh, perfect. And yeah. that was, I mean, and the characters in this are right out of that. And it's the same, I believe it's the same voice actors. Cause I think that is, is it Drake Bell? I think who does Peter Parker's and Spider-Man's voice in the, in the series. And uh, I think he does the, the voice on the ride and it's, it's really cool. It is really cool. And then, and then there is the, the water park, Universal's water park, Volcano Bay, which is a tropical themed water park and worthy of its own episode. Oh, absolutely. Yes. We went for the first time on our last trip. This would have been last summer. And we were there for three days. And I went to Volcano Bay for a portion of every three of those days. And what I like about Universal Studios as a, as a group of theme parks is it's small enough that you can really go back and forth. You can visit both theme parks and Volcano Bay in a day. You're not going to see everything, but you can pick and choose things to do. Volcano Bay, you can go to a first thing and then switch over to the theme parks. You can do the theme parks and then go to Volcano Bay in the evening. I absolutely love it. It's it's an amazing theme park. And yeah, we'll 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 get into it on a later episode where we where we talk about it exclusively because it's just it's a lot of fun. You know, and while we're talking about these three parks. I was looking on TripAdvisor earlier today because I I remember this from some universal training I attended earlier in the year. I I didn't realize something they mentioned, which is, and I'll ask you this as a trivia question, according to TripAdvisor, what are the top three amusement parks in the world? Hmm. Top three amusement parks in the world. As of the training that I attended earlier this year, the TripAdvisor number one theme park 
And they said for the past five years. I don't know if that's including this year because I think my training was back in January. So 2020 might be the sixth consecutive year that Universal Islands of Adventure is the TripAdvisor number one theme yep, park that's in the right. world. Now that you say that, I I, I remember that. And, and there, yeah, I mean, there's just so much there with the Jurassic Park area and Hogsmeade and, and Hogwarts. It's a great theme park. Absolutely. Yeah. And then number two is Magic Kingdom. Number three was Universal Studios Orlando. And so, so this is not an add-on to a Disney trip. This might be a trip in and of itself. It could be, depending on yeah. the, the, the client. It could be. Especially if you are a roller coaster junkie, you're, you're probably not going to get your fix at, uh, at Disney. There, there's a couple good rides as far as that level of adrenaline. But at Universal Studios oh, and Islands of Adventure, there are certainly some rides that, that are roller coaster worthy. <laughs> and, and so it makes it a great place, especially as your kids are getting older. You know, and maybe they've outgrown Disney a little bit. So you have some family nostalgia at Disney and then you go to Universal. Or if you have, I've had this with clients where they have younger kids and older kids and they're trying to kind of kind of balance those two. I think Universal really has a lot to offer. Yes. If you want a thrill ride, that Hulk roller coaster is a, a thrill ride. And that oh, Hollywood love, yes. rip yeah. ride rocket, that it'll scare. If you want to get scared, it'll, it'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, and so to answer the question, where is the Harry Potter park? Yeah, there's actually two parks. One of them, one of them is uh, a land in Universal Studios, and then the other is a land in Universal Islands of Adventure. And then connecting the two is the the beloved for Harry Potter fans, the beloved Hogwarts Express. And if you want a chance to ride on the Hogwarts Express, then we need to have a quick conversation about tickets for the Universal parks. You're not going to tell me you have to buy two tickets. Well, you do have to buy a park-to-park ticket to enjoy the Hogwarts Express. That is true. Hmm. But I will also say that it is worth it. It is absolutely worth it in at least one day of your stay to make sure that you get a park-to-park ticket so you can ride the Hogwarts Express. It's almost like they planned that out, that you know you were going to have to buy a more expensive ticket to, to ride Hogwarts Express and, and see both. I, there's some who... Who suspect that they did that on purpose? <laughs> uh, unfortunately, Shane, sarcasm doesn't translate well to uh, podcasts. But uh, <laughs> oh, it doesn't. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. And, and I think part of it too is, especially for folks who are interested or who are used to going to Disney, they're going to find that the, that the two parts, Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure are a little smaller. And so, mm-hmm. you know, you can really kind of go back and forth um, between the two. And so not only can you take the train, but you can go back and forth in the front of the park because both fronts are actually part of that city walk, kind of the eating and dining and shopping area. The park gates are a five minute walk between each other, if that. Oh yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's a much smaller intimate experience when it comes to, to kind of going back and forth. You know, we joke about the price, but they really do price it in a way that makes makes sense for you to visit Absolutely. not only park to park, but all three parks while you're there. Yep. Cause you can get a single park ticket and just visit one park and good luck picking one. We've, we've had ourselves in that situation before trying to pick which park we were going to go to that day. And then you can also get the park to park ticket for universal studios and islands of adventure. And then you can add 
get a three park ticket to have a nice, cool morning at the water park in Volcano Bay. I'm excited. So how are we going to kind of break up these episodes talking about Universal Studios? Do you have an idea of how you want to kind of look at each different area? I think we should look at each park on its own. I think we need to look at the resorts because when you, just like Disney, when you stay on property, it really adds to the magic of your vacation. And Universal has some ways that they do that too, where staying on a Universal property really enhances the, the fun and the experience of your trip. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's, let's do a couple episodes coming up, having breaking all those different areas down. How does that sound? I think we're using a a, a radio gimmick here, right? We're we're teasing some future episodes saying you got to stick around, hit that subscribe button. So you don't miss everything you'd want to know about both parks and about all their really cool resorts. So if this sounds like a good vacation, going to Universal Studios, Islands of Adventure, Volcano Bay, there's actually a good promotion right now where if you buy two days of theme park tickets, you actually get two days added. So it's buy two, get two. And the cool thing about this, Shane, is there's no blackout dates as far as when when you can use them. As long as they're used by December 17th of 2020, you need to book those dates before August 13th. But again, you can use those through the middle of December. So, hey, you get two days at the parks for free. Sounds pretty good to me. That is, yeah, that's the best way to go. You can buy two, get two free. And four days is a good amount of time for the parks. Yeah, I think three or four days is the sweet spot here. So, you know, that you're you're paying for two days and you've got your whole vacation taken care of. So if somebody wants to talk to you about going to Universal Studios, how can they reach out to you? Well, don't tell our fellow Disney-loving fans, but Universal Parks are my favorite parks. And I would love to spread the enjoyment of Universal Orlando and help you plan an amazing vacation there. If you are interested in that, reach out to me at shane at creatingmagicvacations.com or on my website at shane.fun. That's S-H-A-Y. Why? Because it's fun and E. And remember, my job is to make you the vacation planning superhero. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the show so you can join us next time on the All Things Travel Show. And remember, never stop exploring. Can you hear the blender? (laughs) Is Is it margarita time already?